RTHK News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Sean Kennedy. Tonight's headlines. Health officials report almost 1,200 new infections and warn they expect the daily total to stay at current levels. Chief Executive-designate John Lee says his administration will stress Hong Kong's legal system to the world and a former TVB employee is, in ch- is jailed for calling on protesters to damage the broadcaster's signal transmission status sta- station. Health officials say they expect the daily COVID caseload to stay at current levels as social distancing measures are scaled back. This comes as officials reported 1,179 more infections. Aaron Tam reports. 1,085 of the latest cases were locally transmitted. 423 of them were identified in laboratories, while 622 were self-test results confirmed by authorities. The Center for Health Protection's Dr. Albert Au said that the increasing coronavirus tally is expected as anti-COVID measures are relaxed. He said the authorities will pay close attention to the situation and that officials certainly don't want to see an exponential growth in cases. Dr. Au added that the authorities have updated questions on the online self-reporting platform for COVID patients, asking those infected whether they share the same toilet with their family members. We would uh, pay attention to the address um, submitted by the patients. So if we understand that there is only one toilet for most of the um, household in the uh, building, then we would um, do more investigation. And also contractors would be sent to collect uh, a sample for PCR test. If it is found that uh, they only have one toilet at home, they would be uh, sent to quarantine center. So we hope the public can uh, give us a truthful report. If there are any um, suspicion, we would um, follow up. Meanwhile, Cannon Kindergarten at Charming Garden has been asked to suspend one of its K-1 classes after three students came down with the virus. Chief Executive-designate John Lee says his administration will place emphasis on promoting Hong Kong's legal system. He told a One Country, Two Systems forum this was needed because of what he described as the self-interested bad-mouthing of the SAR. Maggie Ho reports. John Lee told the gathering organized by the Bauhinia magazine that commitment to the rule of law and judicial independence is the key to confidence in Hong Kong and his long-term prosperity and stability as an international financial hub. But he said this fact has been lost. Unfortunately, this compelling, reassuring reality is often lost in the self-interest political bad-mouthing in international politics and punditry. This is why the sixth-term Hong Kong SAR government will place considerably more emphasis on promoting our legal system and the judicial independence it guarantees, not just to the people of Hong Kong, but also to the world as a whole. Speaking at the same forum, the outgoing chief executive, Carrie Lam, said if it wasn't for Beijing's intervention through the enactment of the national security law and the overhaul of Hong Kong's electoral system, one country, two systems could have derailed and the government could have been paralyzed. I would like to say that Hong Kong is entering a new era of stability, prosperity and opportunity. Echoing the slogan of our 25th anniversary celebrations. As I am about to pass the baton to my successor, let us take comfort that the future Hong Kong is politically more stable due to the true significant central government initiatives. 
A former TVB employee has been jailed for a year for calling on protesters to damage the broadcaster's signal transmission station. Technician Chung Kin Wah was found guilty of three counts of incitement to commit criminal damage. The Kuntong court heard he posted online messages during the 2019 protests calling on others to damage TVB facilities and those of the MTR Corporation and the fast food chain Maxims. Turning overseas, the leaders of France, Germany and Italy are visiting Ukraine in an expression of European solidarity. Chancellor Scholz, President Macron and Prime Minister Mario Draghi arrived in Kyiv before travelling to the nearby town of Irpin. Meanwhile, the Kremlin said it hoped that the four EU leaders visiting Kyiv will not only focus on delivering weapons to Ukraine. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. Major local banks, HSBC, Bank of China, Hang Seng and Standard Chartered say they won't change their best lending and savings rates for Hong Kong dollar deposits despite the decision by the Federal Reserve to raise its key US interest rate by three quarters of a percentage point to a range of 1.5 to 1.75%. The Hong Kong Monetary Authority's chief executive, Eddie Yu, says that puts more pressure on the weak side of the local currency's trading band with the US dollar and that's expected to intensify. As the U.S. raised interest rates again, there will be incentive for market participants to conduct carry trade when the interest rate differentials are sufficiently wide, and that will naturally drive funds to gradually flow from the Hong Kong dollar to the U.S. dollar. So it's normal for the Hong Kong dollar to remain on the weak side of our trading band. According to the design of the link, when the weak side convertibility undertaking at 7.85 is triggered, the HKMA will buy Hong Kong dollar and sell US dollars. And that was exactly what happened in May and this week and even last night. All these are normal operations in accordance with the design of the link. Under the link, the Hong Kong dollar interbank race will gradually track the US interbank race. But the speed and magnitude of the Hong Kong dollar interbank rates catching up with their US dollar counterparts will still be subject to the supply and demand of the Hong Kong dollar funding market in the local market. The Financial Secretary Paul Chan says that under the dollar peg, Hong Kong has a strong buffer to defend the local currency against any capital outflows. But he said the city's exporters may see difficult times ahead. This high inflation rate will be there for quite some time. So the U.S. will continue to increase its interest rate and also reduce the size of its, of its balance sheet. So the impact uh, from a global standpoint would uh, make the economic situation externally deteriorating, uh, perhaps making it difficult, more difficult for us in terms of our exports. Simon Lee, an honorary fellow of Chinese University's Asia-Pacific Institute of Business, says he expects borrowing costs in Hong Kong to rise soon. He told Wendy Wong there could also be a small negative impact on property prices here. According to the pet currency system, the Hong Kong dollar exchange rate has to be uh, in line with the system, which is the one to outline 7.8. It doesn't mean that the Hong Kong interest rate will rise in the same pattern as the U.S. interest rate. It really depends on the service in the banking system. So currently, I think it's quite okay because there's plenty of money in the market. But eventually, I think there will be bigger and bigger discrepancy between the interest differential. So I think maybe uh, in one or two months, the interest rate in Hong 
Hong Kong uh, will rise. Uh, though we see that HSBC just announced that uh, it will keep the P rates uh, the same, but it doesn't mean that it will last forever. So for those borrowers, they have to prepare for the rise in the borrowing rates. But it's a good news to those uh, investors because they, in the past, uh, they put money in the fixed deposit, which are very low interest rate. Now it's, uh, I think, it's not too difficult to find 1% per annum. What about the impact on the stocks and property markets? There will definitely be impact on the property market because uh, people need to borrow money in order to finance their purchase. So they will think cautiously before they make the purchase. I think that there will be slight negative impact, slight drop in the property price. But there will be a big drop because it really depends on demand and supply of house. For the stock market, there are other variables other than uh, interest rate which have impact on the stock market. But then a certain amount of money will be moved to the bank deposit and to the money market instrument. So I think uh, in the short run, there will be slightly negative impact on the stock market. But in the medium term and long term, because the pension index is quite low, so I think that those uh, long-term investors, the medium term and long-term investors, they will look for good opportunities. The Financial Secretary Paul Chan said investors should be careful because the market may be, the financial market may be volatile. Do you agree? Definitely. Other than the interest rate, you know, the Russian-Ukraine war and all the tension between US and China are all contribute to uncertainty. So uh, at all times, especially now, because there's so many variables. And also the increase in oil price, uh, there's so, so many uncertainty and problems to be handled by the international community. Uh, for uh, the individual as well in US, uh, they, they have to use the service money to do the investment, rather than uh, they, they, they use the borrowed money or invest huge amounts of the assets into the stock market, which is too risky. He also said Hong Kong has a strong buffer to defend local currency against any capital outflows. Uh, do you agree that we should not be worried about that? Oh, definitely, because this is the side of our pet currency system. So uh, it, this system works very well since the 1980s for the uh, individuals, investors. We need not worry about the operating mechanisms of the pet currency system. So this is the merits of this pet currency system. The Competition Commission has started legal proceedings against a company set up by the husband of the Justice Secretary, Theresa Cheng. It's accused the firm of price-fixing, market-sharing and bid-rigging that could have affected air conditioning projects worth around $2 billion. Priscilla Ng reports. The case involves ATAL Building Services Engineering, established by Theresa Cheng's husband, Otto Poon, and Shunheng Engineering Contracting under Shunheng Holdings. The Competition Commission said two senior engineers from ATAL's holding company, Analog Holdings, allegedly colluded with a senior manager of Shunheng over four years up to December 2019. It said they agreed on cover bids, shared information about their intentions to bid, and disclosed commercially sensitive information on their intended bidding price or other parameters of the bid through emails and texts. The watchdog said it has reasonable cause to believe the firms engaged in serious anti-competitive conduct in contravention of the competition ordinance. It's asked the competition tribunal to impose penalties on the companies and the engineers, make them pay for the costs of the proceedings, and order them to adopt effective compliance programs. The commission's chief executive, Russell Butt, said the cartel had affected many members of the public because of the need for air conditioning. He vowed that disrupting what he described as hardcore cartels involving major players in a market that affects people's livelihoods will continue to be a top priority for the competition commission. 
Turning overseas, the British government has published the resignation letter from the Prime Minister's former ethics adviser, Christopher Geit, who unexpectedly announced his departure on Wednesday. Lord Geit said he'd been put in what he termed an impossible and odious position by being asked to consider measures that risked a deliberate breach of the ministerial code. In response, Boris Johnson said Lord Geit's decision came as a surprise. Fleur Anderson, a senior Labour Party MP, addressed the issue in Parliament. To lose one ethics advisor was really an embarrassment, but to lose two in two years, just days after the Prime Minister's own anti-corruption czar walked out on him, well, it's becoming a bit of a pattern, Mr Speaker. It's a pattern of degrading the principles of our democracy. The Prime Minister has now driven out both of his hand-picked ethics advisers to resign in despair in two years. It's a badge of shame for this government. The American actor Kevin Spacey has been granted unconditional bail after appearing in court in London to face sexual assault allegations involving three men. He's accused of five offences, including one count of causing a person to engage in penetrative sexual activity without consent. The BBC's Sarah Campbell is at Westminster Magistrates Court. His lawyer, um, when he stood up, he reiterated that Mr Spacey strenuously denies all criminality. He said that he has returned voluntarily to the court here. He arrived in the UK on Monday and his uh, lawyer outlined that he will continue to do so, will continue to appear to establish his innocence. To sport and Hong Kong's badminton players have made a solid start at the Indonesia Open in Jakarta. Lee Chuk Yu took his opening men's singles match in straight sets, beating Malaysia's Darren Liu. The world number 17 then beat his second round meeting against the fourth seeded Chao Tian Chen of Chinese Taipei. He won that match 21-18, 21-13, and he'll play China's Junpeng in the next round. Hong Kong's top player, Angus Ng, needed three sets to get past the Indonesian Shazar Rostovito, but he was beaten by India's H.S. Pranoy 21-11, 21-18 in the second round. To golf and the reigning British Open champion, Colin Morikawa, and past Masters winners Hideki Matoyama and Adam Scott are among eight players sharing the early lead at the 122nd US Open. Americans Russell Henley, Hayden Buckley, Patrick Rogers, Matthew Nesmith and Travis Vick were also at one under with seventh-ranked compatriot Morikawa plus Japan's Matsuyama, the 2021 Masters champion and Australian Scott, who grabbed the green jacket in 2013. On to the weather, it'll be mainly cloudy with occasional showers and isolated thunderstorms tonight and tomorrow morning. Sunny periods with temperatures ranging between 26 and 31 degrees. The outlook, there'll be a few showers and it'll be windy over the weekend and early next week, but the weather will improve by midweek. Currently it's 29 degrees Celsius and the relative humidity is 82%. And a reminder of our top stories tonight. Health officials report almost 1,200 new infections. Chief Executive-designate John Lee says his administration will stress Hong Kong's legal system to the world. And a former TVB employee is jailed for calling on protesters to damage the broadcaster's facilities. The news from RTHK. RTHK Radio 3 
Jay! 